book two chapter twenty seven of the mystical city of god volume two by the venerable sister mary of jesus of agreda this librivox recording is in the public domain book two chapter twenty seven herod resolves to murder the innocents most holy mary is aware of this saint john is concealed by his relatives we now leave the infant jesus most holy mary and joseph in the work of sanctifying egypt by their beneficent presence and return to judea which was unworthy of it thus we will understand the course of the devilish cunning and hypocrisy of herod that wicked king was waiting for the message of the magi concerning the newly born king of the jews ready to devote him to an inhuman death he trusted for a while in his own cunning until his anxiety caused him to inquire but when he was informed of their stay in bethlehem their departure their escape from palestine on a different route and of other happenings in the temple he awoke to the fact that he had been foiled in his purpose he consulted anew some of the experts of the law and as their interpretation of the scriptures concerning bethlehem and the happenings at bethlehem coincided with his suspicions he ordered a strict search to be made for our queen her child and the glorious saint joseph but the lord who had commanded their flight from jerusalem in the night also concealed them on their journey so that there was none that knew anything of it or that could discover a trace of their flight not being able to find them and no one having any knowledge of them the henchmen of herod brought back the answer that no such man woman or child could be found in the whole country this inflamed the fury of herod matthew chapter two verse sixteen and increased his anxiety in vain he sought some means to prevent the evil threatening him from a rival king but the devil who knew him to be ready for any wickedness stirred up in his heart the enormous thought of using his royal power to murder all the children under two years of age around bethlehem for in that way the king of the jews recently born there would inevitably be murdered among them the tyrant was highly satisfied with this scheme which never yet had been thought of by any even the greatest barbarian and he set about its execution without any of the aversion of horror that it was apt to excite in other rational beings having studied out his wrathful plans to his satisfaction he ordered some troops to be gathered in that region and privately instructed some of the more intimate of his officers under severe penalties to kill all the children under two years in bethlehem and its vicinity the command of herod was executed and the whole country was filled with confusion and wailing and with the tears of the parents and the other relations of the innocent victims who were thus doomed without possibility of resistance or prevention this command of herod was issued six months after the birth of the savior when it began to be executed the great queen happened to hold her divine son in her arms lost in contemplation of his most holy soul looking into it as into a clear mirror she saw all that passed in bethlehem more clearly than if she herself had been present to hear the wailing of the children and the parents she saw also how her son prayed to his eternal father for the parents of these innocents that he offered up the murdered children as the first fruits of his own death asking him also that they receive use of reason in order that they might be a willing sacrifice for their redeemer and accept their death for his glory thus he would be able to reward them with the crowns of martyrdom for what they suffered 
all this the eternal father granted and as it was made known to the queen in her only begotten son she joined him in his prayers and sacrifices she also pitied the parents of the martyred infants in their heart-rending tears and sorrows for their sons she indeed was the first and true rachel weeping for the children in bethlehem jeremiah chapter thirty one verse fifteen and there was no mother who sorrowed for them as she did since no one could be such a mother as she was to them she did not know at the time what saint elizabeth had done in order to safeguard her son john pursuant to the warning of the angel sent to her by the queen herself as narrated in the twenty-second chapter although she had no doubt as to the fulfillment of all the mysteries known to her concerning the precursor by divine enlightenment yet she was uncertain of the troubles and anxieties caused to saint elizabeth and her son and of the manner in which they had forestalled the cruelty of herod the sweetest mother did not presume to ask her divine son concerning this event on account of the prudence and reverence always observed by her in regard to such revelations for in her humility and patience she counted herself as unworthy and as dust in the sight of the lord but the almighty took notice of her pious and compassionate desires and informed her that zachary the father of st john had died four months after her virginal parturition and about three months after she had left jerusalem the widowed saint elizabeth now had no other company than that of her son john with whom she was passing the days of her widowhood in a retired and secluded place for on account of the warning of the angel and knowing of the cruel disposition of herod she had resolved to flee to the desert with her child and live there in the company of wild beasts rather than within the dangerous reach of herod this resolve she had taken with the approbation of the most high and guided by his impulse she was now hidden in a cave or cleft of the rock where with great hardship and difficulty she obtained subsistence for herself and her son the heavenly lady also knew that saint elizabeth after three years of this solitary life died in the lord that saint john remained in the desert commencing to live an angelic life and that he was not to leave his solitude until he should be commanded by the almighty to preach penance as his precursor these sacraments and mysteries the infant jesus manifested to his most holy mother with many other hidden and profound blessings conferred upon saint elizabeth and her son in that desert all this she perceived in the same way as she now perceived the death of the innocent children it filled her with joy and compassion the one because she saw saint john and his mother in safety the other on account of the hardships to which they were exposed in the desert she immediately asked of her most holy son permission to take care thenceforward of elizabeth and her son from that time on she frequently sent her holy angels to visit them with the consent of the lord and through them also she sent them provisions which afforded them better sustenance than they could find in the wild abode through these angelic messengers the holy lady kept up a continual intercourse with her relatives during her stay in egypt when the last hour of elizabeth arrived mary sent her a great number of angels to assist her and her child who was then four years old these angels also helped saint john to bury his mother in the desert thereupon the queen sent to him every day his sustenance until he was of sufficient age to provide for his living by his own labors and exertions in gathering herbs roots and woodland honey mark chapter one verse six of these thenceforward he lived in admirable abstinence as i shall relate farther on 
neither the tongue of creatures can describe nor intellect comprehend the vast merits and increase of sanctity accumulating in the most holy mary through these continued and wonderful works for in all things she acted with a prudence more than angelic what moved her to the greatest admiration love and praise of the almighty was to see how at the intercession of herself and her son for the holy innocence his providence showed itself so liberal toward them she knew as if she were present the great number of children that were killed and that all of them though some were only eight days two or six months old and none of them over two years had the use of their reason that they all received a high knowledge of the being of god perfect love faith and hope in which they performed heroic acts of faith worship and love of god reverence and compassion for their parents they prayed for their parents and in reward for their sufferings obtained for them light and grace for advance in spiritual things they willingly submitted to martyrdom in spite of the tenderness of their age which made their sufferings so much the greater and consequently augmented their merits a multitude of angels assisted them and bore them to limbo or to the bosom of abraham by their arrival they rejoiced the holy ancients and confirmed them in the hope of speedy liberation all these were effects of the prayers of the divine child and his mother aware of all these wonders she was inflamed with ardor and exclaimed praise the lord ye children and joined with them in the praise of the author of these magnificent works so worthy of his goodness and omnipotence mary alone knew of them and appreciated them properly and she so closely allied to god himself perfectly reached the degree of humility required for such appreciation for though she was the mother of innocence purity and sanctity she humiliated herself more than all creatures with all their faults will ever know how to humiliate themselves among all creatures most holy mary reached a degree of humility peculiar to herself which fully equaled the high blessings and gifts received by all other creatures for she alone comprehended fully how insufficient is the return the creature can make for all the blessings flowing from the boundless love of god knowing that without this humility no act of a creature can be worthy of a god she reached the height of all perfection by making all her acts serve as a grateful return for benefits received at the end of this chapter i wish to draw attention to the fact that in many things which i am describing a great diversity of opinion exists among the holy fathers and writers as for instance in regard to the time of the slaughter of the innocent children or whether also the newborn children or those that were only a few days old were included in the slaughter or concerning other doubtful points about which i will not speak since they are not necessary to my purpose i write only what is being shown or dictated to me or about which obedience forces me to ask in order that this history may be more clear it will not do to start a dispute concerning what i write for from the beginning i said that the lord wishes this whole work to be free from mere opinion and to contain nothing but what is taught me by the divine light to decide whether that which i write is in harmony with the truth of holy scriptures or befits the majesty and grandeur of my subject or whether the events narrated bear the necessary sequence or connection all this i leave to the learning of my teachers and superiors and to the judgment of the wise and pious variety of opinion is as it were inevitable among the writers on these subjects since they are guided by different authors 
and are each following those of the ancient authors that satisfy them best yet more than a few of the old authors if we accept the events related in the canonical writings relied only on conjecture or on doubtful sources i as an ignorant woman cannot enter upon these discussions instruction vouchsafed by the queen of heaven most holy mary my daughter in what thou hast written i wish that thou learn a lesson from the very sorrow and apprehension with which thou hast performed this task well founded is thy sorrow to see such a noble creature as man made according to the likeness and image of the lord endowed with such divine qualities and gifted with the power of knowing loving seeking and enjoying god eternally should allow himself to be degraded and defiled by such brutal and abominable passions as to shed the innocent blood of those who can do no harm to any one this should induce thee to weep over the ruin of so many souls especially in the times in which thou livest when that same ambition which incited herod has kindled such great hatred and enmity among the children of the church occasioning the ruin of countless souls and causing the waste and the loss of the blood of my most holy son poured out for the salvation of men do thou bitterly deplore this loss but likewise be warned by what thou hast seen in others ponder the effects of passions admitted into the heart for if once they have mastered the heart they will either smother it in lust when it finds success or consume it with wrath at meeting any opposition fear thou my daughter this danger not only on account of the results thou seest of ambition in herod but also on account of what thou seest going on every hour in other persons be very careful not to allow thyself to be mastered by anything be it ever so small for in order to start a great conflagration the smallest spark is sufficient i have often repeated to thee this same warning and i shall continue to do so more often in the future for the greatest difficulty in practising virtue consists in dying to all that is pleasurable to the senses thou canst not be a fit instrument in the hands of the lord such as he desires thee to be if thou dost not cleanse thy faculties even of the images of all creatures so that they do not find entrance into thy desires i wish it to be to thee an inexorable law that all things except god his angels and saints be to thee as if they did not exist these should be thy sole possession on this account the lord has opened to thee his secrets honours thee with his familiarity and intimacy and for this purpose also do i honour thee with mine that thou neither live nor wish to live without the lord End of chapter 27